What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. As always, thank you for tuning in. So the Biden administration has released another $10 billion to Iran. Why does Biden keep releasing money to Iran? Because that's exactly what Obama did. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the third term of Barack Obama. I mean, it is, it is insane that we're even having to discuss this. Why is it a bad idea to give terrorists billions of dollars? I don't know. Maybe because they'll just commit more terrorism? I mean, it's pretty simple, folks. This isn't, you know, the Democrats want to pretend like this is the foreign policy over there in the Middle East is just so complex. You know, if Donald Trump could do it, a billionaire real estate mogul from New York who's never been in politics before in his life, how is it possible that during his tenure, there was no new conflicts, there was no new wars, there was none of this crap happening over there in the Middle East? And then the moment, the moment Joe Biden gets into office, here we are. You know, I'll tell you one thing right now, folks. You better believe that the 2020 election and the effort to install Joe Biden as president will probably be one of the most consequential elections that this world has ever seen. By the media and the Washington establishment swamp installing Joe Biden as president has cost the lives of hundreds of thousands of people. Probably one of the most damaging presidential administrations in U.S. history. By far. It's not even close. And so I just find it very odd. And shouldn't everybody find it odd how you can have all this conflict for eight years during the Obama administration and then four years of peace being brokered throughout the Middle East and then the first week of the Biden administration? We're paying Iran billions of dollars like it. And then and, and after paying them billions of dollars, they're back to their old ways, committing acts of terrorism again. Like it's not rocket science. You don't fund your enemies. You do not send billions of dollars to countries that hate you. And so Joe Biden gives another $10 billion to Iran, bringing the total to $80 billion since he entered office. And this is just one month after the Iran-backed Hamas slaughtered 1,400 Jews in Israel. So on Tuesday, Joe Biden administration extended a sanctions waiver that will allow Iran to collect another $10 billion in funds in order for the Mullahs to fund their military operations in the region. This comes just one week after Iranian-backed Hodes attempted to shoot down a U.S. drone in the region and one month after Iran-backed Hamas terrorists slaughtered 1,400 Jews in Israel and took another 240 Jews hostage. It was the deadliest attack on Jews since World War II. Joe Biden ignored the massacre in order to open the door and help Iran bring in another $10 billion in the next few months. This is the appeasement strategy of Barack Obama. And this is exactly the results you can expect when you give terrorists and a country that supports terrorism billions of dollars. You want to know why there was no terrorism and all this craziness happening under Donald Trump? is because he had his foot on their throat and he was crippling their economy. When you cripple somebody's economy, they kind of don't have the money to perform acts of terrorism. That's it, folks. That is it. That's not just me making this common sense rationalization. You also have a reporter that is questioning a Biden official about why would you continue to release money to Iran? 
Here, check this out. What we see is an Iranian regime that whether these waivers are issued or not, whether their people benefit from these monies or not, continues to fund hostile activities. That has not changed. Uh, it has not changed going back years. Well, it, whether or not they, they benefit from, from this money, isn't that the whole point? The whole point is that, My, is that they're supposed to. But the, the problem is, and the argument against this, is that the Iranians are going to spend the same amount of money on their people I, as they did before, but now I, they've got I, another ten so, billion or so. So I, to, I, to, to, I, to, I don't to, accept that argument. I what we what we believe inside. No, you know what the Iranians. No, are doing? what we believe is the Iran the Iranian regime is going to spend the same amount of money on destabilizing activities because it always has, and we will take actions to hold them accountable for those destabilizing ac activities as we have from the beginning of this administration. What we have seen is that when these waivers have been issued, that money has been used for the benefit of the Iranian people, period. Yeah, and then the money that they had inside of Iran that would have been spent on this is then and is then freed up for... You are making an assumption that the Iranian government... No, no, oh, well, let, let me just, Matt, let me finish. You are making an assumption... And when you say that, that the Iranian government is choosing the benefit of its people over funding terrorism and funding other destabilized no, actions, that's not what we've seen. We've seen them. We've seen no, no. I'm not. I've what? seen them as a first priority fund destabilizing activities. We think increasing the amount of money that flows for the benefit of the Iranian people is something that's worthwhile. And again, this is not, that money that was paid that Iraq owes to Iran for electricity that Iran delivered. Yeah, but. I, you're, you're twisting it at 180 degrees. I think the, the, the opposite of what I, I'm not saying that they're not going to spend any of this money on food and medicine and that's all this money can be spent on. Yeah, but that means that they have X amount of dollars it, more you in their own only, treasury that they can that they can spend only, on destabilizing activities. Only if you only if you assume they were going to fund food and medicine and other activities, and I'm saying yes. that's not a necessarily correct assumption. But you, no, they could you make the choice. They, to, no. You said that they were, and you said also that even no, if they are spending that money, that they're going to still fund destabilizing activities. I said their first priority is to fund destabilizing activities. So why, that would is you, the why would you give them money? Or because this give, money will not give them money. But but why would you? Why would you do this? I feel like we're arguing in circles here a little bit. Folks, it's not that hard. Why? He just said it. They know that the money's going to be used for destabilizing, for destabilizing activities. So why would you give them more money for them to conduct destabilizing activities? It's not that hard. You know, they and, and people want to say, oh, he's not giving the money. That you are wavering sanctions so that the Iran can collect billions of dollars. If you have the power, if your hand is on the switch, and whether that money goes to Iran or not, and you hit that switch, and you allow the, fl the free flow of that money to Iran, that is essentially you giving money to Iran. Is it not? Okay. So if the guy sitting there saying, we know that the money's going to be spent on destabilizing activities... Why would you give them more money so they can conduct even more destabilizing activities? Like this is the, this is exactly the nonsensical strategies of the Obama administration and now the Biden administration that Donald Trump was having none of. And what was the results? Compare and contrast here. You had Obama, 
You had all kinds of destabilization over there in Iran. You had terrorist attacks. You had complete chaos, war, carnage. And you had Donald Trump, which essentially had his foot on the throats of Iran and their, their government was getting ready to topple. And you didn't have all this chaos, death and destruction and new wars happening in Iran. And then the Biden administration gets in and does the appeasement strategy of Obama again. And here we are. This is literally costing the lives of thousands of people. And it is common sense. You do not send money to a country that carries out destabilizing activities. Why not just call it terrorist attacks? Why do they try and downplay what this is? They just slaughtered 1,400 Jews over in Israel. That is called a terrorist attack. What they're doing are acts of terrorism. I mean, it's, it's simple. So this whole Iran appeasement strategy is the strategy of Obama. All right? Here's the thing. You can break it down to this. It is will versus capacity. Iran may have the will to commit acts of terror, but during the Trump administration, it just didn't have the capacity. This is what we're talking about. Do not give Iran the capacity to conduct terrorist attacks or what you like to call destabilizing activities. They may have the will. They can sit there and pray and cheer and chant all they want about how they want to destroy Israel and the United States and the entire Western world. But if they don't have the money to do any of those acts of terrorism, that they don't, if they don't have the money to fund the destruction of the Western world, then that means they don't have the capacity. So there's a very, this is will versus capacity. What the Biden administration and the Obama administration has done has given Iran the capacity to carry out these acts of terrorism, which is exactly what Donald Trump didn't do. He allowed them to have their will and they talked a big game and they were chanting and cheering and yelling at Allah, saying Allah Akbar, but they did not have the money to carry out any of these terrorist attacks. And so what happened? Their, their economy almost collapsed. Their government almost collapsed. And guess what? There weren't any terrorist attacks. This is the dumbest thing I think anybody can ever try to defend of the Biden administration. And honestly, it wouldn't be that bad if it just affected the Biden administration. But we're talking about innocent people's lives here. Think of how much better off the world would be today if the Democrat Party in the Washington swamp did not install Joe Biden as the president. Think of how many lives would be saved. Think of how much death and destruction would not be happening right now. So having the will to do something generally refers to the desire to accomplish a particular task or goal. It is about one's motivation or willingness to take action. And then on the other hand, having the capacity to do something relates to the ability or having the resources necessary to carry out that task. So in other words, one may have the will to achieve something, but without the capacity, they may face limitations in turning their intentions into actions. This is exactly what I'm talking about. By giving money to Iran, it's simple. This is common sense stuff. By giving money to Iran, it allows them to carry out their will. Okay, they have a will to destroy the Western world. And by giving them the money and sending them funds and allowing the transfer of billions and billions of dollars to them also gives them the capacity. So now you gave them both requirements. 
where at first they only had the will and the Biden administration and the Obama administration gives them the capacity to do it. I'm serious. I think they should probably build a statue of Joe Biden and Obama over there in the Tehran. Just build statues of Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Nobody, nobody in the world has helped out Iran and has contributed more to terrorism around this world than Joe Biden and Barack Obama. With all the stupid funding of their stupid little appeasement project, their dumb strategy to pay somebody that's promising you not to destroy you. It's like, oh, well, you know, if you give us billions of dollars, this is why you don't negotiate with terrorists. Okay, this is these people, they lack the ability. They try and Americanize everything. They try and get into the minds of these terrorists and these different uh, these different religions and and the and the uh, all these different terrorist groups like Hamas. They are not American. You cannot. They are so far off base from the way Americans think. It's not even funny. You cannot relate to these people. You cannot compare. So trying to trying to think like you know how these these terrorists are thinking is nonsense. You can't possibly know that. And so it's it's just nonsense, man. It's it's just very unfortunate that during the Trump administration, Iran and all these terrorist groups like Hamas, ISIS, Al Qaeda, they may have had all the will in the world. But they did not have the capacity. During the Obama administration and now the Biden administration, now they have the will and the capacity. And so, and that is exactly why you're seeing all the death and destruction coming out of Iran and the, and, and the terrorist groups that they support, period. So, what Biden, what Joe, what the Biden administration should have done was just kept the Trump policies in place. Think about this. Think about if the Biden administration came in right when they came in and didn't reverse anything and just left stuff the same. Okay, you could tweak things here and there, you know, just, you know, make things a little bit better. But to sit there and reverse every single Trump policy because of some type of, I don't know. Because of Trump derangement syndrome, look at the damage this administration has caused this country. Look at the damage this administration has caused this country and has caused the entire world. It's very sad. And some people might say, oh, yeah, but, you know, Donald Trump's maximum pressure policy wasn't really working. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't. Hmm. Because I'm looking at a chart right here that says completely different. Here's an article from the BBC that came out December 2019. Six charts that show how hard U.S. sanctions have hit Iran. And I'm looking at the economic growth in Iran right here. So, Iran's economy was badly affected for several years by sanctions imposed by the international community over the country's nuclear program. In 2015, President Hassan Rouhani agreed to a deal with the U.S. and five other world powers to limit Iranian nuclear activities in return for the lifting of those sanctions. The economic growth in Iran grew drastically. The following year, after the deal was implemented, Iran's economy bounced back and GDP grew by 12.3%, according to the Central Bank of Iran. All right. 
the growth fell back to 3.7%. And guess when? In 2017, helping to fuel the economic discontent that led to the biggest anti-government protests in Iran for almost a decade that December. The reinstatement of U.S. sanctions in 2018, particularly those imposed on the energy, shipping, and financial sectors that November, caused foreign investment to dry up and hit oil exports. The sanctions bar U.S. companies from trading with Iran, but also with foreign firms or countries that are dealing with Iran. He said the decision was, quote, intended to bring Iran's oil exports to zero, denying the regime its principal source of revenue. As a result of the sanctions, Iran's gross domestic product contracted an estimated 4.8% in the 2018 and is forecast to shrink another 9.5% in 2019, according to the International Monetary Fund. The unemployment rate, meanwhile, rose from 14.5% in 2018 to 16.8% in 2019. He had their foot on the throats of Iran. This is why you didn't see terrorist attacks being conducted out of the Middle East and Iran and Hamas and ISIS and and Al-Qaeda. That's why. That's why Donald Trump's policies were so successful when it came to the Middle East. This is why you had peace being brokered in the Middle East. I'm telling you, man, how is it possible that one guy... One billionaire real estate mogul from New York can do a better job on foreign policy than someone that's been in there for 50 freaking years, man. How was that possible? It's because it is just common sense. You do not fund people that want to kill you. It's very simple. It is will versus capacity. You may have the will, but Donald Trump denied them the capacity. And without capacity, you can't do nothing. And I have something else. I believe, I firmly believe that Joe Biden is doing this because he wants Iran to stay afloat. The the Obama administration and the Biden administration does not want Iran to fail. They want Iran to be around. Like, you know, if these people really wanted to uh, discourage Iran from creating nuclear weapons, then why give them billions and billions of dollars? It doesn't make any sense. It is the dumbest thing I could ever think of. Joe Biden does not want Israel to win this war. Why? It's because if Israel wins the war, then that means Obama's Iran policy goes out the window. People need to realize that this entire ordeal with the Middle East is all to carry on the gauntlet for Barack Obama's stupid, Stupid appeasement strategy for Iran. The Iran deal. That is what has been on the mind of the Biden administration since day one. Since day one. They prioritize the Iran nuclear deal over everything, even people's lives. And that is exactly what this is about. That is why Joe Biden is trying to play both sides of the coin here. They want to make it look like they're sticking up for Israel, while at the same time, kneecapping Israel and telling them not to be a not to have essentially saying Israel we don't want you to be successful in your in your eradication of Hamas that is what they're that is that's what essentially they're saying and it doesn't make any sense the reason why Joe Biden and the Biden administration does not want Israel to be successful in eradicating Hamas is they want to sign a Iran nuclear deal this is Barack Obama's baby man 
and come hell or high water, it will be the official policy of the United States and Iran. And it's it's not working. You cannot give money to terrorists on the hopes that they're not going to be terrorists. It is is so dumb. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to get on here and rant about that. That just literally came out just a few minutes ago. So, you know, they need to be investigating this stuff. You know, you have, there is so much corruption going on inside the Biden administration, it's not even funny. If Democrats only knew a small sliver of the level of corruption in the administration, in this administration, inside our deep state, the Washington establishment, the swamp, whatever you want to call it, they would never vote for Democrats again. But these people are, they're they're incorrigible. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, tune in for the next segment. I'm going to be releasing that in a few hours. Uh, Please follow the show on Rumble. Follow it on YouTube if we're still there, if there still is a YouTube. Um, Also, please, if you could, leave a five-star review on the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. If you got anything cool you want me to look at, some type of article, news article, if you got any questions, period, just let me know. Send me an email, stephentoriellashow at gmail.com. And as always, I want you guys to have a good day. Have a great week. God bless you. And God bless America. You guys have a good day. Bye-bye.